Psalm 37 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What does that even mean? Is that a promise? Is that a principle? Is that a blank check to get whatever I want, whatever my heart desires? People have misunderstood this popular passage ever since it was written, and Christians have used it to shape entire worldviews that depict God as some sort of cosmic butler ready to give them whatever their heart desires. Join me today as we explore this super cliche Bible verse and find out what God really meant about giving us the desires of our hearts. Hey, welcome to Second Tree Podcast. I'm March Villarreal. I do deep dives into popular, almost cliche Bible verses and stories to uncover deep truths that we sometimes miss. Today, we're looking at the famous Psalm 37 4 and how it's been misused and misunderstood. Hang around till the end to learn more about this podcast and other things that I'm working on. Psalm 37 is a Psalm of David, but not a young, arrogant, naive David. Verse 25 in this chapter says that he's old and advanced in years and possibly has a connection and timeline with 2 Samuel 23 and 1 Kings 2, which happens at the end of David's life. David is highlighting a question that has been asked throughout history. Why does the wicked seem to prosper while the righteous suffer? David reminds us that God is aware of the injustice. He cares about it. And he reminds us to trust God to make things right. In that context, in the middle of that, we find verse 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. As if to remind us that when we find our delight in God and not in outward evidences of success, that he would, as a result, give us what our heart desires. But we're not done. People all over the world and over all the years have ripped this away from this context and repurposed it to serve personal, even selfish intentions. It's become a conditional verse. But more than that, it's become a transactional principle. Here's how we use it nowadays. If I delight myself in the things of God, like ministry, service, tithing, outreach, charity, religious observations, and other things along those lines, then, as a promise, God will give me what I most desire. Not only is that off mark from God's heart, it also fosters an unhealthy motive for why we do ministry and service. Mark 6, if you remember, King Herod celebrates his birthday. His stepdaughter dances at that party. And Herod is so delighted, so pleased with that dance, then he says to the girl, Whatever you ask me, I will give you even up to half of my kingdom. Unfortunately, that's how people have approached Psalm 37 4. If I do activities that show my delight in God, if I dance the religious dance, even the Christian ministry dance, then I can ask him whatever I want and he promised to give it. So God is no longer the object of our joy and satisfaction. He is simply the means for how we get what we want. This approach creates an agenda for why we serve, why we obey, why we even act. It becomes a formula for a transaction between God and us, that if we delight ourselves in Him, then He will give us what we most want, which by obvious logic, it's not Him. Well, now that we've seen what it doesn't mean, let's find out what it actually means. 
As it's often the case, the simpler explanation is usually the best, and here it is. If the Lord is our delight, then he gives us more of himself. In other words, if we find our satisfaction, our joy in the Lord, then the desire of our heart is him, and he gives us more of himself, causing our delight to increase. From the pen of Jeremiah, God says in chapter 31, verse 25, For I will satisfy the weary soul, and every languishing soul I will replenish. Did you notice God didn't say, I will give them stuff to make them happy? He said, God himself will satisfy them. Jesus said it even more clearly. John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Our posture must change from being consumers of stuff that comes from God to people who find their everlasting satisfaction in God alone. A famous pastor and author said it simply like this, He is most glorified in me when I am most satisfied in Him. One more illustration to hammer this point in. Towards the end of the book of Joshua, the Lord commanded Joshua to start dividing up the land to the 12 tribes. That process encompassed chapters 13 to 19 of the book of Joshua. Every tribe gets a piece of land, and God defines the extent of their borders and where they're going to live. Every single one of them, except the tribe of Levi. Joshua chapter 13, 33 says, But the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. And your reaction is the same as mine. I was like, what? Those who serve the Lord directly get nothing? The priests? The temple workers? They don't get any land? How unfair is that? And it echoes Psalm 37. How unjust? No way. Until you read the whole verse. Joshua 13.33 says, But to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. The Lord God of Israel is their inheritance just as he said to them. At first glance, the Levites seem like they got cheated. Then you realize it's the opposite. They get the best inheritance. They get the Lord himself. God was giving them himself, and he was going to be their fulfillment and their satisfaction, and he was going to be all that they need. Friends, that is the heart of Psalm 37.4. If the Lord is our delight, then he gives us more of himself. So the next time you hear this verse quoted, you're going to have a lot more to think about. Thank you for listening to this episode of Second Tree Podcast. I want to actually invite you to partner with me on some of the projects that I'm working on. There are two reasons why I do these podcasts. One, I love teaching the Bible the way it's meant to be taught and to break through some of those cliches that get in the way of our relationship with God. Two, I'm working on a couple of book projects and I'm using this podcast to fund and publish the books so I can get it out there for those who are interested. If those are efforts and works that you are excited about and you can get behind and support, then go to secondtreepodcast.com. That's 2ND Tree Podcast, no hyphens, no dots, no spaces.com. There you're going to find ways to support this podcast and the other projects that I'm working on. Thank you. God bless you. And remember, be quick to listen.